0: Hi, my name is Ray Stacanus and I have a three year old daughter.
1: Hi, I'm Robert Clark Chan and I have a three year old son.
2: Hi, I'm Marshall Givens and I have a seven year old son and five year old twins.
0: And together we are my three dad. We're never going to get that. It's Why do we even so close? It? It's so, so
2: close. close.
1: I don't know. Just, mm. <laughs> How's your week been, gentlemen?
0: Well, my weeks have been great. You know, we're, we're doing parenting from home during a pandemic. What could go wrong? <laughs> uh, uh,
1: uh,
2: uh, everything can go wrong, Ray. Everything. Oh, it
0: turns out that's correct. <laughs> the, <laughs> the hard part is working in time when you're doing, doing parent stuff, but still having enough time to look at your phone all day. That's the hard part. That's the hard just, <laughs> juxtaposition I'm trying to put myself into.
2: Well, luckily for you, then, the only thing that you don't actually have to worry about is your kid bringing home a cold? So you're good there. Oh, wait,
0: wait. wait. Did yours? No, no. Okay, well, I had, this house has not
2: seen a cold in close to a year, and it's been glorious.
0: Yo, for real, <laughs> everybody, everybody, with the exception of she got kind of sick one time. Nobody in the house has gotten sick. You're right. I didn't even think about that. No one's gotten sick. You know what? Let's do this forever.
2: This it hit me. It hit me about six months in, and I was like, you know what? Cause you know, you got three kids and they just run it in and the next thing you know, somebody's got a cold. Like I would, I would be like the only person in the house that wouldn't really catch it. Like I would just like, I would take airborne, like super, like right away. If I even thought something was about to happen, I'm like vitamin C's and zinc's and this, that. So I would like maybe a day of a sniffle and then that would be it. But like six months in, I was like, wait a second. I haven't bought Kleenex in about, <laughs> in about 6. Like it was just crazy. It's just like nobody's been sniffling. Like everybody in the house except like has allergies to like varying degrees. Mm. Uh I think I'm the least allergic person in the house, but like everybody's got like just hay fever this and cat that and horse this cuz we live near uh the Rancho district. So it's like it's like everybody's mm. got something that'll make them sniffle, but like that's that's it's that's it. Like, if that's the bare minimum. Like, other than that, like, it feels so... It's the weirdest thing to be like, yo, all this craziness has gone around, but like, oh, but we've been pretty healthy because we haven't gotten anybody else's germs in this house.
1: Hmm. Uh, my kid does a lot of the... Uh, yeah, is that an allergy? Is that a cold? Can't be sure. Guess I have to leave him home. Uh, can't <laughs> send him off to preschool because uh-huh. uh, who's to say? And, and, of course, now, like, anything... Like, you know, he, he starts blinking a little too fast She's Like, oh, what's going on there? He's, you he must have the corona. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but, uh, we have, I mean, like, as, as great it is, you know, to, uh, just have them home all the time, uh, we have to make that decision on a daily basis, uh, cause we're still taking him to, uh, co op preschool. And there's right, only right. three other families. So it's, it's real small. It's like, like, like a tight little bubble, but like, what at what point man at what point do these numbers say that like uh you know it's too much of a risk
0: i mean like Um, they say like one in every three people in la county has it and you're talking about three families so one
2: in every three is it one in every three i thought it was still like one in every like five or ten or something like that
0: i mean i'm still saying that the, the percentages are not in your favor already
2: yeah well, now there is, there is the, uh, there were a couple of uh, epidemiologists from the University of California, San Francisco, uh, who are uh, working on a theory that um, much like some of the other viruses that we've been dealing with, uh, people that have been going out and about wearing their masks may have been uh, uh, getting small uh, trace amounts of COVID anyway, uh, uh, and uh that has, that may have had a, ha, may have an effect on whether or not people are asymptomatic when they do test positive or whether or not they just like their body doesn't let them, they don't get it you know what i mean like it's they build
1: an immunity by it's just the having building teeny-tiny. the slow
2: immunity by having yeah by having like small and small by being exposed to small amounts and they and they stressed that it was this was just a theory that they're still <laughs> working on they stressed it like don't go out and start trying to bathe and no, 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 no. try to like no no,
1: no if you are if you're a friggin uh a disease scientist right now you shut your goddamn mouth. You don't say anything until you've vetted every last – vetted your information within an inch of its life, and then you send it off to get revetted a thousand times more before you ever open your mouth to a goddamn journalist because they're going to jump on that like a uh, friggin' starving tiger and they are going to say things that you did not say right right Can I, tell
0: you, <laughs> I, I touched base with a friend that i hadn't talked to in actually quite a while he reached out to me today just saying hi and so we had a nice conversation over the text and you know, he's saying, like, oh, you know, the, the quarantining has been hard, but you know, I, we've been doing some small gatherings and, you know, we've had a, a <laughs> few like game nights here and there, you know. <laughs> yeah, our entire house got COVID, but it wasn't that bad, is what I'm what? trying to say. And I'm just like, oh my God, what is. What? <laughs> I'm glad I didn't go to those game nights because <laughs> I don't want the deadly disease that's killing hundreds of thousands of people. I don't know. I'm crazy Oof. like that.
1: Oof, yeah it's i honestly uh my concern now is not so much that my kid's gonna get it uh in general kids have an easier time of it uh and i'm not even too concerned that you know uh me or my partner would get it it's more just like if we get it and we pass it along to someone else because you know like it it's not that it's not that hard to do mm-hmm. uh and yeah um i'm really just like concerned about other people because you know what if i die no great loss not a lot of people are gonna really care like oh no our uh sixth favorite podcast had to take a three-week hiatus to find a new host uh but but i'm sure it's the household's number one favorite podcast or at least number two. i mean top three maybe (laughs) for reals for reals, <laughs> maybe top three.
0: <laughs> but the, the disease is not the topic at hand. Our topic at hand today is 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 feeding, is dinner time. It's it's food habits. And uh, Marshall, you introduced this idea, so please tell us your story from home oh, about this topic.
2: Well, I, I don't know if it's so much a story, but a, a daily chore <laughs> and experience <laughs> dealing with three different palates. Um, uh, it, this, it's just, it's so frustrating because I remember before any of the kids were born thinking, okay, we got to get in a way, we got to get this in a way so that they start liking more foods than I do. Cause like, I know I have a, like a limited palate. Like I, I just don't mm-hmm. like a lot of stuff, different things and vegetables are not my bag. And that's so. you know what I mean? Like I'm working on it. I'm an adult. I'm trying, uh, <laughs> but like, I get it. And so I wanted to, I wanted to try to like, okay, let's set a foundation early so that they like vegetables and they're on all that stuff. And then, and that way we don't have to fight with them so much. And it doesn't matter. No matter what you try, like the kids are just going to be picky eaters. And so my oldest will only eat. Either carrots or cauliflower as a vegetable. Like I can't get them to eat like any other vegetable. Like not even No
1: greens. Like not
2: even like lettuce, maybe on a sandwich. Maybe. Maybe. Like I can't get them to get anything green. Like it just won't happen. Then I got one the one of the twins, the youngest twin, she barely eats anything at all. And when she does, she it's if there is something to be scooped out of the inside of the thing then that's what she's eating like she's not ever like anything that's encased in a crust anything that's, like, inside of anything like it's not gonna get eat. a sandwich you can make a sandwich just two slices of bread the, the inside of that sandwich is coming out and the bread will still be left there so like i gotta deal with that but then the the oldest twin the middle one she will eat just about everything <laughs> like just about like she's eating kale salads she's eating coleslaw she's i'm like nice. what is happening here she's eating broccoli brush she just discovered broccoli in her mac and cheese tonight and she's like this is the best like, what? Like, i don't understand it how like all three of these kids eat so differently it's so crazy so it just makes dinner time just the worst
1: the worst oh man i thought we were having it rough like yeah he doesn't he doesn't eat much of anything and uh, we told ourselves that we were gonna be you know those parents that weren't gonna let our kids turn into the dino nuggets you know uh-huh. uh, parents uh-huh. and uh, looking back on it i'm sure literally every parent says the same thing yeah and the fact that uh dino nuggets are so popular tells me that you know what they all tried and failed so what kind of hubris am i experiencing (laughs) but we try like i try i you know like i give him a portion of what we're eating and kind of hopes you know and and i'm I'm just gotten used to it i'm like okay you know what if we can get it into his mouth and he spits it out at least we got him to taste it and he's still trying things and hopefully it'll expand you know
2: have you exposed him to the three bite
1: rule oh no what's this
2: Oh, I forget what PBS cartoon uh, had this. I think it might've been Luna. Um, uh, very worldly cartoon. They could travel the globe. It's great. Uh, and to I think in order to get them to try a new food, it, it, the, the Luna, who is the actual moon, uh, tells the kids to, there's a three bite rule. Just, you have to take three bites. If you don't like it after three bites, then you don't like it but after three bites you might end up liking it you just didn't realize it but you got to give it three bites so i don't know we've tried that it sometimes works here's the thing you, you know most it, dinners, daniel
0: tiger does that too i would say daniel tiger has the, the song it. try it you know uh, uh try you, you like it oh, that's yo Gabba yeah. Gabba.
1: don't get these,
2: no but, there, but daniel tiger's gotta try uh uh, uh if you do something... try new
0: foods, because it might taste good. Yeah, there you go. That's, <clears throat> the That's one. it. That's, That's the one. Nailed it. it. I was struggling That's for it. a sec. Thank you, Marshall. I
2: was, I was getting a couple of songs confused.
0: <laughs> yes. It's almost like a lot of these kids shows deal in the same topics.
1: Telling uh, you. I'm just saying the three bites rule is probably not going to work for us because half the nights, three bites is as much dinner as he eats, period no matter we try and give him stuff that he likes and one day he's like yes i love pasta the next day it was like how dare you serve me pasta (laughs) what is this trash father smack and walks away and i don't know what to do Uh,
0: (sighs) now see for me there's nothing you can do the the issue isn't always like what she's going to eat because we always we have a pretty good handle like she loves vegetables peas green beans broccoli these are the jams these are the hits she'll eat these she eats the peas frozen which is always very, very exciting. A little bowl of frozen peas is like a delicacy, (laughs) which is great at lunchtime. And it's great because she gets her vegetables. And that's what I greatly appreciate. And she loves noodles and pasta and all that good stuff. And we start getting a little off the beaten path a little bit. She has trouble with it. She will generally try it a little bit, but it's not always going to hit. The problem that we have isn't necessarily that she's going to eat or not eat. It's the fact that we can't keep her at the dinner table. (laughs)
2: <laughs> like me and my wife,
0: we're just we're just trying to eat. We're just, and I eat very very fast, and it it's just a habit. I don't know. It's bad. I'm sure it's not good for me, but that's just how it is. So mm-hmm. I eat very very fast, and my wife eats very 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 slow. And so somewhere in the middle, uh, our daughter is just not having it like she'll eat a couple of bites but then it's like now is the time for attention now is the time for play so she'll take a couple of bites and then she'll just wander off Mm -hmm. and then she'll come Mm -hmm. back and crawl under the dinner table shove my legs out of the way and then crawl under my Uh... chair before pretending that she's a ghost in the curtains (laughs) She'll get behind me, like a foot away behind me in the curtains, start shaking them and going, Whoa, are you looking? You better hide. I'm a ghost. Whoa! is Ghost and I'm in like, the Curtains a
2: sequel to Ghost in the Shell?
0: Uh, I think that's how it is. Yeah, she's not the she's not the ghost of the machine, not the ghost in the shell. She's just uh, <laughs> the ghost in the, the curtain, the standard uh ghost.
1: <laughs> oh my. Patrick Swayze. Goes. No, yeah, no. There goes. <laughs> is she reaching her hands out of the uh uh drapes and like uh holding you around your midsection oh no
0: weirdly enough yes should i be concerned
1: <laughs> yes. you should actually just be concerned with the fact that it's
2: whoopi goldberg's body <laughs>
0: i thought she looked different but i couldn't quite place my <laughs> finger on it um yeah so this is the big struggle that we're having right now And it doesn't help her eating because she's not at the table. So she can't eat. Eventually she will like eat enough that we're satisfied, but it Mm -hmm. takes twice as long. And it's super frustrating every step of the way. Cause how do you, how do you feed a kid who'd rather go run over to the couch and do like and do leg drops Hulk Hogan style instead (laughs) of sitting down with you and eating,
1: uh, answer me this. How do you deal with this scenario? Uh, he's flipping out super mad about the world. Sure. And like, okay, he just got up from a nap. He hasn't eaten in a long time. Maybe he should have some food. How about, you know, like, do you want some food? Do you want some milk? Do you want some cheese? Do you want some apples? Do you uh, No, no, no. Do you want crackers and a pouch? Because we're down to the point where, like, we got to go for, like, just the snack foods. Like here, you know, a, a <laughs> pouch of stuff and, you know, uh, just just crummy crackers. And he's like, no, what do you want? crackers in a pouch Yeah, that's go. just there what the, i just <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you win when you have the right answers and they're still wrong
0: uh, uh, i i will say right now i've been there because i'll say like there are three things that we're likely to do here that i know are hits and i know we can do and it'd be like cut up strawberries or you know have a slice like you said a slice of cheese um you know we get that deli uh, uh what do they call it like the extra thick cut ham and turkey and i just oh, called it yeah. breakfast ham one day and now she's just like i need breakfast ham so i'm just like great here you go here's a piece of breakfast ham she's totally into it uh, uh and so i know those are the answers but you're right you'll say about loud she'll say no so what we do is we just say okay you are going to have control over it. they want control so i say here you go you can have control of this let's go to the fridge we'll open the fridge we're going to pull out some of the drawers we're going to stand here for a sec and you're going to point at the thing that you want and it will be one of the things that I was, I have, or was going to suggest, and I know it. But it's like if I just say cut up some strawberries, the answer is no because because it was my idea. But if I give you that uh, uh, um, agency and I say, you know, here you choose, and then she says, I point to the strawberries, I go, I want the strawberries, I go. That is a great idea, great <laughs> choice thing. I was trying to point you towards anyway. <laughs> the illusion of choice is, I think, all he wants in that moment. Am I wrong?
2: No, you got it That and you just got a Jedi mind trick them and don't, but don't give them that much choice. Don't give them too many choices. Right. Just give them a Just give her a couple of choices. Say, hey, you can this or this. Which one? Like we, I mean, at this point, we pretty much have like a, 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 like a tray situation, like a, like a cabinet thing where it's like, oh, these snacks are always out. They're always like there. Now we have certain times. Was like, okay, no, 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 you can't eat now because, like, in between this time and this time, we're not eating, so that you're still hungry for lunch. And then between this time and this time, you can't eat, so that you're actually hungry for dinner. Yep. But for the most part, when there's three of them, like just, sometimes it's just easier to just be like, yeah, hey, just go, just go find. I don't know, go find something. Just, just put just out a trough. It. just leave us alone like stop stop whining about the food when you just ate (laughs) stop saying you're hungry when you literally just ate. and this is the part that trips me out because not only are all three of them different in what they like but then they're all three different in terms of their sizes like my oldest is like he's the biggest kid but like he's like this like he he has like this musculature and stuff i'm just like man i I wish i i wish i looked like you uh And then the youngest is pretty much like that, only like way more limber. And she's like, they like the youngest and the oldest. They, they can climb the wall, like doorways and stuff. Like they climb up to the ceiling, like they do that kind of stuff. But the middle one is she's like, she's a tank. Like she's like, she's going to hurt you if like, if she gets a hold of you, but she ain't gonna catch you if you try to run. (laughs) So so they're all three different, like, in terms of body type and size, metabolism and all that, but they all eat, like, in the same pattern during, like, times when they're not supposed to eat. So they're just like, Give me strawberries, give me bananas, give, give me blueberries, give me chips, give give me granola, give me yogurt, give me applesauce. But it's like, but it's not time to eat right now. <laughs> Why are you all hungry all the time? But then when we when it's meal time, you're like, no, we're good. <laughs> ah, it's so frustrating.
0: <laughs> it is frustrating, you know, because it's like you're coming from a place of knowledge. Look, we have a routine. We try to keep you in that routine. We know what you like. We're giving you what you like. Mm-hmm. And we still get it thrown in our face.
2: No, this, like, for real, though, the lack of, like, in school stuff is, I think it really affects it because, like, they're at home all day. So yeah. what's at home all day? Well, it's my toys, my TV, and my food. Like, <laughs> yeah. If I was at school, I'd have two of these things would not be around. <laughs> Three of them would not be around. They might have some toys at school. But like that's it. Like you wouldn't be around the food enough to even know that, oh, uh, it's snack time. I'm gonna go get a snack. All right, cool. I just had another class and now I'm done for the day. Yeah. Let me go eat. Like, oh,
0: god damn it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's 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 a tough, it's a tough sled right there, but it seems like we all have different, different food problems and dinner time problems, mm-hmm. but all of them equally painful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and as, as hard as it is for us, you know, like there's two of us in, and for for Chan in our situations, there's two of us and one of them. Yeah. For poor Marshall, he's outnumbered.
1: I don't even understand.
2: And they know it. They've they've they know it. They are cognizant of the fact that there are more of, the, of them than us. And every once in a while, when shit gets crazy, they'll remind us, like point blank (laughs) there's more of us than you i I bet you guys wish that wasn't it like you do realize that if that wasn't it one of you would be gone like why are you even bringing this up (laughs) like i don't understand
0: (laughs) i mean i'm on board i'm on board (laughs) The show that we're going to be talking about today mm-hmm. is an interesting one. This is a show that oh, Marshall I had never heard of this show before. It's a Netflix show. And I was definitely not. Familiar. It's called Beat Bugs, as you probably know, because it's in the title of this episode. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but um, We watched a couple of episodes of this, at least personally. I, I watched two halves together. Yeah. You saw it. I watched yeah. Eleanor. It's okay. Before we even get there. Uh, uh, tell Guys, tell me if I'm doing any of this wrong. Beat Bugs is a show on Netflix. It's relatively recent. There's three seasons of it. Mm -hmm. each show breaks down into now it changes as the seasons go but basically it's a a full length half hour show with split into two episodes right and each episode is a Beatles song they're called the beat bugs because they are representative of the Beatles not necessarily there's a one to one correlation that I could at least see between the characters of these bugs and the actual Beatles it's more of they live in their own bugs life world and they keep having adventures that are based on songs of the Beatles right Yep. And so and
2: (laughs) or more accurately put, they keep having adventures that so happen to coincide with a Beatles song that they can sing to it. What are the (laughs)
0: odds? (laughs) One of the things I liked about so the two episodes that we watched is Eleanor Rigby and Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. And Marshall, you said you've seen a lot more of this.
2: Yeah, yeah, because my like my kids randomly found it, or my maybe my wife found it, because my wife's a big Beatles fan or yeah. So my wife likes the Beatles. Um uh and so they found it one day and then I just kinda like walked in on it once, like, what is happening here? And and <laughs> so I've seen
0: more than I've
2: cared to see, but mm-hmm. whatever.
0: <laughs> it's it's an interesting show because the the plot sort of just is what it is because essentially the entire plot has to work around to get us to this Beatles song.
2: Yeah, so and that it's the not, lyrics so of the song of those, make sense. Yeah, it's not one of those shows where like each successive episode like make like connects to the last one. Like, no, no, this is something where you can just watch everything separately and you're fine.
0: Yeah, in fact, I would argue that each episode takes place in its own universe involving mm-hmm. these characters, mm-hmm. and none of them relate to each other near as I can tell. I'll
1: buy that. I'll buy that. No, this <laughs> is a jukebox musical. You're, you're just going to get songs, and we're gonna we're gonna figure out how to crowbar it into whatever.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. And so this the, the is not like of...
2: across the universe, though. So like, don't think it's across the universe. <laughs> no, shoehorning in Beatles songs. It's different. It's a
0: backyard. and These are bugs who are interacting with each other. Yeah. <laughs> and there's six bugs, and they're all just different. Like I, I didn't really even see distinct personalities between them for the most part. One of them is a big blue like slug who's oh, like yeah. he's the he's the he's the victim of physical comedy, so he falls yes. down a lot. And but see, kinda, he also
2: yeah. That, I mean, that's his whole purpose because that's all he talks about. <laughs> he like anything is belly full and uh, uh, slug related, so he's he's just there for that comic relief.
0: Yeah, and like one of them's wearing like uh, aviator goggles, you know. Like
1: yeah that's the, uh, the, that's no a, that's, that's, the genius. that's the genius that's crick that's the, no the that's genius. steampunk that's not aviator oh. goggles that's <laughs> <It's a> steam, <laughs> full it's on a
0: steampunk cricket mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what i like that better so i'm gonna go with that <laughs> uh, yeah and so there's just these six bugs and they're sort of just there and they all kind of live around each other's areas and and yeah and so the we watched lucy in the sky with diamonds which was if i'm reading this right that's the very first episode of season one is the Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds episode, which features a performance by Pink. Mm -hmm. They got Pink for this. Now, Pink is a wonderful pop star. She's like Katy Perry if Katy Perry swore a lot during her songs. That's Pink.
2: (laughs) But wait, you got to mention, though, that they only got Pink to sing the songs. That's not Pink's voice doing the actual, like, dialogue.
0: right. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. So they, so Pink is there, sort of. <laughs> not playing a character, but just sort of performing Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds half the time, because the other half the characters are the ones doing them. It's, oh, it, it's fine. Uh, and I, 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 we're not going to do full recaps of this episode, but the basic gist is the way they fit Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds into this world of bugs is one of the bugs is having night terrors and, and they can't sleep. And so they decide they're going to contact a sleep therapist whose name is Lucy, and right, and she has doctor. kaleidoscope <laughs> eyes.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs>
0: which is fine. So they, they, so the whole. The, the T- T- of you the already sleep- have a problem. Well,
1: I, I mean, you skipped over like th- th- how friggin' morbid this thing is to begin with. We start out <laughs> with what I think is a firefly who is acting oh, yes, as their me.
2: campfire. Oh, it's not a firefly it's several firefly like creatures except their whole bodies glow they were like i think it was a pile and i noticed it too it was a pile of about 15 of them mm. in
1: as mm-hmm. their camp nope fight. nope boy, nope that's, right. that's <laughs> super creepy
0: that's some cobra lost stuff right then there.
1: we go into this thing where uh they're telling ghost stories which is fine uh except that like you know this is I don't know, like a five-year-old who's asking, like, oh, tell me the scary ghost story. And like, okay, there's this one time that uh, Uncle Wilbur uh, was murdered. Uh, <laughs> he's like, hey, go, yes. go into that murder hole. And he's like, okay, well, uh, no, I don't want to go in the murder hole. I dare. Okay, well, I never turned down a dare. And then, yeah, Dude. obviously she's fucking traumatized this little kid
0: yeah the kid can't sleep so yeah
2: (laughs) it traumatized my kid i let they watched that episode because they loved it and it traumatized (laughs) my kid
1: uh and also real (laughs) quick i don't care for the pun of bug time instead of bedtime because that's that's some smurf shit (laughs) and i don't i don't play that (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, they were trying their own sleep remedies, and the one that was a little extra creepy was when the giant slug says, I'm going to lay on my back, and I want you to crawl on top of me onto oh, yeah. my belly, which mm. is so soft and warm that you will immediately drift asleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that was mostly upsetting because every single every single terrible thought in my head went through my head. I don't want to get into them all here, but I did not see that going. And then well
1: it ends all. with the little bug being seasick because there's so much motion, which is Whoa gross on the a of lot the of levels
0: <laughs> yeah not not happy with those choices um so inevitably they go to they go and they, so the lyrics of the song sort of like take you through because they say like oh she's the girl with kaleidoscope eyes say okay so we're mm-hmm. going with this and what i thought was clever and what i thought was a little different and what i actually enjoyed about this is the way they spun the lyrics of the song Because at first, when you're taking this weird journey through this, let's face it, you know, this acid trip or whatever you're going through, Mm -hmm. this this drug-fueled haze that the song is actually talking about, they kind of created it in the forest and kind of made it work. And so when they finally meet Lucy, she says, I want you to draw a picture of a thing that will calm you. And that thing that will calm you, think about that instead of the scary thing, and you'll fall asleep. And I'm like, okay. And so the lyrics of the song became the weird drawing that the kid drew. And then the third verse was this other kid had problems. So they drew a train. And so it, it led into this picture yourself on a train at a station. And I was like, that's a clever way of making mm-hmm. this work because clearly with each of these episodes, they started with the song and reverse engineered sure. to make it work yeah. as a plot. <laughs> And, I, and I, I liked, I liked the fact that they didn't, they didn't in both of these Rigby as well. They didn't go with some obvious one for one story. They made it more abstract, which to me made it, made it smarter and more enjoyable.
2: I feel like that works for the Lucy one, that Eleanor Rigby
1: one I had, I couldn't make it. Before heads we get Kelly. to that, <laughs> before it's we weird. get to that, just real quick. Did you look at Lucy's eyes?
2: oh no please that's this is so when i suggested it and i was like this episode is wild that's what i meant her eyes were scary to me a grown man i Mm. could not look at it very like it just it just everything about it was unsettling she's
1: saying look into my eyes they're doing this weird loopy thing they're getting drawn into it lucy is the blue light they are yeah. looking oh, at the blue boy. light. None of oh, them make boy. it out of this first episode alive. They've all been drawn into that <laughs> <The> zapper and <laughs> pop done.
2: Is there so the rest of the three
0: seasons? The rest of it's like Jacob's Ladder.
1: Like they find <laughs> well, out at the end, remember, they've been dead the whole time.
0: <laughs> Every episode is its own universe, so they only died right. in that one universe. They only died there.
1: So it was a South Park type situation. <laughs> but, Kenny's done it.
0: It
2: was the combination. It was the combination of like the 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 animation style because it's like it's so computer Mm -hmm. slick like three-dimensional and then to add the kaleidoscope effect Mm -hmm. in her eye and then to make that so much more three-dimensional and then to kind of do a camera pull into Mm -hmm. her eyes every time she started saying I was like no I I couldn't Mm -hmm. I couldn't handle it
0: I liked it Actually, I, I got a real he strong inception like, vibe it. because she kept putting them in dreams and then showing up in their dreams <laughs> yeah. to guide them. So I oh, got yeah. a real Jogo Lev, uh, uh inception <laughs> vibe. Like she's actually like trying to get them to like give the combination to the safe in these <laughs> dreams. Picture yourself on a boat on a river where your safe is, give me the combination. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Picture That's what I got out of it. And,
2: uh. On a mountain that's snowy, surrounded by heavily armed guards.
0: That's what I got, at least. I don't know. And, and who would have thought of the two episodes we watched that that would be the one that made the more sense?
2: Look. Oh, my
0: God. So the Eleanor Rigby episode, which is, and me and Chan agree, that's one of our all-time favorite episodes. Beatles songs, right? Because we were trying to figure out Beatles songs, and I said one that, of course, this show is never going to do, Maxwell's Silver <laughs> Hammer. Weirdly <laughs> enough, they're not going to do a Beat Bugs about a serial killer who murders women. Oh no! They'll make it work. It turns out that's what that song is about. Season 12. We we'll get
1: either. there eventually.
0: Season 12. We got to get through the catalog, man. We're <laughs> paying for it. Uh,
2: right? This costs us too much damn money. You will animate until we tell you to
0: stop. But weirdly enough, me and Chan, who do not have the same tastes in most things, I think that's a fair statement, Chan. We both have high praise for Eleanor Rigby, which is interesting. I think we learned something about ourselves through this. What I also learned through this is that the Eleanor Rigby episode of Beat Bugs is (laughs) batshit crazy.
2: (laughs) absolutely
0: insane <laughs> so i'll try to recap this as best i can a little bit we're not doing full recaps obviously good luck at that point but there is a mysterious woman named eleanor rigby who has seen ghosts a ghost who's seen uh, like like the way bigfoot is seen on camera you that people are seeing traces of eleanor rigby but she disappears and walks away soon afterwards and so a camera crew a news crew is here to try to find eleanor rigby it turns out that they're like extra dimensional uh, uh something ghostbusters like, or something are they yeah they're like yeah they're like ghost hunters or something yeah <laughs> and so they spend the whole episode shooting a documentary film Trying to find this Eleanor Rigby character uh, who keeps like, you know, just evading them slightly. They follow the trail to this house, which leads to all the lonely people. So they find this world where all the lonely people live. And then, of course, the Eleanor Rigby song hits. We're singing about all the lonely people who are pretty sad, (laughs) sad. sure I think that's fair you got you got a worm who's darning his own socks while wearing like a jazz musicians <laughs> sunglasses and hats I,
2: I understood none of this goddamn song it's
0: great <laughs> uh so what's wild about this is they finally they, 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 then the the news people this reporting crew is like look eleanor rigby is what she's known as in your universe in our universe i'm like what the <laughs> f is happening yeah. and then at the end of it they catch eleanor rigby And she takes off her her getup, and it turns out it's just one of the beat bugs.
2: One of the friends who's been running around this whole time.
0: One of the friends who's been on the trip to find Eleanor Rigby the whole time. So how does any of this
2: even
1: work?
2: No, but see, that was the funny part. And that part threw me off, too. But she wasn't on that trip to find Eleanor Rigby. she wasn't. She was not there that whole time. And I didn't okay. even, that was the thing that got me because in the end I was like, Well, who is this character? And then I remembered, like, oh, wait, that's one of the beat bugs. She just hadn't been in the episode that whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like, wait a second, what just happened? Because so if anybody did drop in on this episode, they would just be extra lost.
0: Yes. And this was actually the first one I watched. So this yeah, one, exactly. Exactly. This was so she's true. an
1: extra dimensional serial killer. Did I? Oh my god! Am I following this correctly? I don't. Did we get that
2: right? I
0: guess, <laughs> and the, yes and the, and the
2: camera the, the 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 documentarians quote unquote they were so sad they, they were, were so very because they
0: thought they were really gonna catch they were really gonna catch uh, <laughs> Inspector Gadget this yeah, time they were like we really
2: got it we did it this time we're gonna find Eleanor Reed. they were so the distraught at the <laughs> end of this episode
0: <laughs> yeah. It's wild. And so what was this other character trying to prove? Because they clearly knew what they were doing. They don't wear this jacket and run away mysteriously from cameras most of the time. Did they, and to my knowledge, this character was this character even aware of the story of Eleanor Rigby? I don't know. <laughs>
2: this is what is so frustrating about this show is the the need to craft an episode around a song lyrics makes everything so insane. <laughs> like that made no sense in any way, shape, or form. It's just like, oh no, it's just our friend. She was just running around in his coat. Ah, ha, 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 ha. All right, let's move on. And then they the, they're like, or right, I guess we'll go on to the next yard. To Find yeah. Eleanor Rigby.
0: we'll go to a different episode of and this they, show they,
2: they sadly walked away singing all of the lonely people like they were like yes. walking into the sunset singing all of the lonely people. and they left their cameras set up so they just left their stuff they just quit they
0: quit life they just, they just walked away as as friend of the show gina Ippolito would say they went on to put on their finest suits <laughs> look in the mirror and then that's the end right there.
1: Uh, uh, I still <laughs> don't understand why they didn't call it Eleanor Bugby. It feels like a oh, very Beat Bugs oh, kind of move.
0: Right there,
2: you know what? They can't. They can't. They have to like stick to the script on the songs. So you can't just be going around calling this Eleanor Rugby. <laughs> well,
0: you did <laughs> have the little kid character whose gimmick is always saying the wrong words and calling people by the wrong oh, names. That's
2: right. She and did. And so say she kept going wrong. around saying like.
0: Oh, are you talking about Elsinore Wigbus? Like, that's not Elsinore, even goddamn close. Elsinore that's Wiggy. not even close. <laughs> it was that was so
2: funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> that actually made me laugh so much because it was it was so ridiculous. It was like, that was clearly not anything that anyone said. But that little bug, and like I felt like they kept playing the the baby speech impediment aspect of her like yes. way too hard because because then oh. I just couldn't understand some of the things that she was saying like you have to you have to put on closed captionings and read it and just to see <laughs> like elsinore rigby's or bugby's or whatever she said is still very very funny in the closed captioning
0: yeah i just if it's not even close to the original thing i get angry at that gag <laughs> like if it's slightly off and it makes sense yeah. you know uh, i did a show oh gosh what was the show uh, it was. It's a stage uh, that everybody does. I'm going to kill. My, I'm going to die because I don't remember the gosh darn name of it. But essentially, there's one part where government agents break into the building, and, oh, and in one black. of the characters that's turns to them and doing. says, that, "Oh, men in black." The yes, thank Men in black that uh, uh,
1: everybody does <laughs> from the mm-hmm. 1920s. Uh,
0: <laughs> but the, the, all the government agents come in, uh, uh, and back in the day, they were known Wait, as. Man, are you G-men. talking about guys and, and dolls? One of the characters. It's not guys and dolls. It's ah. Uh, oh, oh, this I'm is real
1: weird already. now. X Files. Is it untouchable? It's
0: not a musical. It's it's a stage production. It's no, no, I still songs. said X-Files.
1: No, it's 12 it is
0: X-Files. 12 Angry Men? Yeah. Of, it's of not Mycena? 12 Angry Men, but you're on the... Uh, anyway, but the of character... Of
2: 12 Angry Men.
0: They all walk in, and the character says, look, the J-Men are here. And I'm like, that's not even good. a good joke. Like, nobody would say that, because nobody would call them oh, J-Men. So sp- oh, I see. Like, I don't know. I uh, <laughs>
1: the uh, uh, yeah, uh, the movie Bloodsport has the scene where uh, uh, they're like... Uh, do the mock. and then ogre uh, who's in that movie is like what the hell is a dimmock but you just heard him say dimmock why would you say dimmock unless you were was. reading Dim it <laughs>
0: like, yeah by
2: the way shout out to uh his name is todd ah, gibb thank you uh, oh good shout out to Tiger. the first celebrity I ever uh I ever met uh in la before I moved oh, out yeah. here and was able through some friends of, of friends able to hang out with him uh, that oh. night uh he talks like hulk Hogan and his wife is extremely tiny compared to him <laughs> you can just throw those I two things out that there. that is fantastic <laughs> and 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 uh he arranged for his son to uh uh he arranged for a female to uh uh meet up with his son oh, no. uh, and uh his son lost his virginity
1: that what, night. Th- the night that Whoa. you went over to meet him?
2: The night the night I didn't go over to meet him like he was friends with somebody who I was doing a show with and so he came to hang out after the show And his son was, It came to hang out. His kid was like a senior in high school. And he was like this big, tall, like good looking basketball, football player type kid. And it was going to, he was, he was graduating or whatever. So like he he was done. He was about to go to college and everything. Uh, And I guess, so at the bar that, that uh, Todd was at before he came to meet up with us, some girl was trying to like, hang out and get on him and he was like nah I can't do that however my son's good looking he's at home right now oh dear <laughs> and, and literally calls up his son's like hey come by and uh, come hang out with this girl and then like they hung out and went to a party and then he left and then he came over to where we were and then the girl called him and <laughs> so then he left and went to the girls <laughs> and then lost his virginity and then he came he back came, to where we were
1: like it was a crazy night it was a crazy I night I have no idea night. how to take in that information <laughs> <laughs> How to fit it yeah. into my worldview? It, <laughs>
0: like,
1: First
2: man. time I ever came to LA, this is the experience I had. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you for vamping for me. I found the I found the play, dear lord. It's called "You Can't Take It With You." That's the name of the play. <laughs>
2: okay, all right. Yeah, it's from 1936,
0: <laughs> so there's really no reason why, unless you performed it in high school, there's no reason you should be aware of it. 1936. <laughs> well, apparently, yeah.
1: everyone performs it in high school, so I don't know why I somehow missed that, having performed it in high school.
0: Did you <laughs> no. perform it as well? Who the fuck performs oh, okay. that? Just me, apparently. I got a concussion <laughs> doing that show. It was fantastic. <clears throat> oh, no.
1: This this tracks.
0: <laughs> That's what the day I knew I wanted to be a wrestler was my eighth concussion I got in high school doing that show.
1: <laughs> Maybe I should move uh, into something safer than stage productions,
0: like see, professional wrestling. Wrestling. Yeah. It was the clear steps in my mind, my concussed brain. It made a lot of sense in the moment. (laughs) Um, But guys, so to answer our question on beat bugs uh, is what, how do we feel about this show? Is it, is this a show we would be comfortable watching on loop over and over again, given no choice because our kids are into it. I will start with the person who brought it to our attention. Marshall. (laughs) Uh,
2: I mean, I, if you're a fan of the Beatles, uh and you don't mind a lot of nonsense which <laughs> probably go hand in hand uh, <laughs> um then yes i would recommend it me personally i would choose motown magic which is the Dang. motown version of this <laughs> uh but i but even motown magic is a little problematic for me sometimes also
0: sad. <laughs> oh dear thank you okay good <laughs> wow i need to check the show out yeah it,
1: it, it is a, it, a basically this uh same format it's a uh same creators uh of of beatbox um i I think it was a a little bit tougher for him to do that because like with beatles like it's hard to get them but also you kind of only have to go to them once with motown you have to like hit every artist and like dozens of labels to try and get each different song um
2: Oh, oh no no it. no! With the Motown, I'm sure he. I'm sure there was just the one whatever was under still the the Motown Barry Gordy catalog. I'm sure he just they just went to Barry Gordy. <laughs> it was like, hey Barry, <laughs> we will give you a bunch of money. We're gonna oh, do this. No. Well, Let's no, there's this. definitely some stuff because like
1: uh, I will go through and pick and choose my the songs that I like uh, when we watch Motown oh, magic. Yeah. Um and, and and I know definitely there's some uh, later Stevie stuff that was definitely not Barry Gordy. So like they had oh, really? to go oh, okay. around. Um, uh, yeah, essentially, like you, I'm not the biggest Beatles fan. And so, like, there's nothing really to tie me to this thing that's is not very good to begin with. I get there are a lot of like, uh, rich, older, you know, uh, boomers that are like, oh, my kids, uh, I can enjoy this thing with my kids. Uh, and the kids probably dig it because they're young and stupid. Um, uh, it's the repetitive stuff that, that, that like, because the way they
2: break up the songs, I think some of the repetitive stu- uh, parts of the songs, the kids will like, they like.
1: Yeah. Movie. Yeah. And my kid, uh, was okay with it. Uh, I think we could have stuck with it longer, uh, but he was like, uh, he was off. He wanted to go watch uh, space jungle again. So like, I was like, okay, that's fine.
2: Uh, and
1: yeah. And I do prefer Motown magic a little bit more because I like the music a little bit more. Uh, so, uh, yeah, pass on this one.
0: Uh I, I actually I really like this one. Uh what I watched of it, I enjoyed, you know. I'm not necessarily a fan of the Beatles per se, but this so- this show in these songs reminded me that they had got some stuff I really, yeah. really like. So I really do feel that the Beatles being very talented artists, I mean, it's can be not denied. They're one of the most famous, influential, you know, yeah. bands of yeah. all time. Their songs, they got they got a lot going on with some of these songs, especially as they go through their different, you know, phases as a group, uh, you know, and discover drugs. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Watch the uh, the Walrus episode. Oh boy,
0: that, that was, was that's another that one I really like a lot. Is that song? Yeah. That uh, so a I w- if, if my kid was watching this on loop instead of Little Baby Bum or Coco okay. Melon, oh, I God. would be very
1: happy. yeah yeah. If you're putting it against uh, I, those, I, Jesus.
0: I mean, look, I could I I I, I wish she was into it. I, I was watching this on my phone while she was watching. You know, I think want to say Little mm. Baby Bum. And she came over very interested in what I was watching. She helped me watch it for like 90 seconds and went back to Little Baby Bum. So I don't think we're going to h- h- hitch this one on, unfortunately. Maybe, maybe in a year or two when she can appreciate the music a little mm. bit more. Uh, yeah. I would love it if she got into this show, though, because uh, I, these are songs I would like to go back to revisiting. Because there is a certain charm and element over the songs and the characters in the show, it is what it is. It's fine. It's no more dumb than anything else we watch, yeah. quite frankly. <laughs> so, if you can add in some good Beatles songs, I, I, I'm, I'm different from you guys. I think this is a preferred mm-hmm. show for me if, if it was forced on against yeah, my will. It's so
1: weird how uh, you're different from us. In what way, I wonder, that it would make the <laughs> Beatles a lot more palatable to you than. <laughs>
0: I can't come up with it. I can't <laughs> quite put my finger on it. No disrespect to the Beatles.
1: Great man. But uh there's a particular
2: audience for him. Uh, I've
1: been, I've guys,
2: been straining so bored. hard this whole episode to not say I'm black, man. I don't like these damn Beatles.
0: Crazy you two would like Motown Magic more than this. <laughs> It's such a big surprise, me wow. like We really got to the bottom of something, guys. But to be fair, I mean, growing up in Motown as I did, I would probably really like that as well. Mm. There you go. I do. I love. I love the Motown music, uh, probably more so than the Beatles as well. But I mean, let's. Beatles are good. I don't have to tell you. I'm
2: just waiting for the Rolling Stones version of this show. Oh my God!
0: How do you work around that? <laughs> Uh, what are you talking about the nine inch nails version of this they're going to put out mm, in
1: 30 years oh, the day is trent coming
0: Reznor. Uh, just throwing heresy on loop oh man
1: he's already he's already winning emmys and 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 oscars for like real real oh. tame shit man like yeah he's going to be make he trent Reznor is going to be making children's albums eventually yeah
0: <laughs> matter of time only a matter of time. Well, guys, that's our episode right here. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, guys, let's do a little bit of social media. We'll get out of here. Uh, Marshall, why don't you go ahead and go first?
2: Uh, check me out at Mr. Happy Givens on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah,
1: at 999 RPMs for me. Uh, also, uh, knowing us half the podcast and AE Doubleback, or are two uh, podcasts you should check out. Pretty fun.
0: You know, and for Marshall there, he does the Father Good podcast. I'll talk about it. I just, I just listened to it for the first time over the past week. Uh, You just had Jason Kelly on, uh, uh, who's another uh, IO West guy that I've Mm -hmm. worked with. And, uh, and that was a really interesting episode from an upcoming father who had a lot of questions. And and that was a lot of good listening to. If you enjoyed this show, you'd probably like that one too. Check us all out. Yeah. Oh, and find me at Almighty Ray on Twitter. And of course, knowing us have the podcast I do with Robert Clark Chan and TV's Gina Ippolito and the Who Would Win Show. If you like uh, superhero battles, try that as well. And uh, otherwise, guys, uh, have we figured out a catchphrase on how to get nope. out of here yet.
2: <laughs> uh can we just say uh matty janitor <laughs> can we say matt janitor, matt janitor.
0: No, I, I, just, I love that uh, i just want to say matt janitor <laughs> marshall gibbons listens to knowing Us half the podcast he gets that inside <laughs> joke good night everybody <laughs>